0: All right, so two walks and a single have loaded the bases. And a high fly ball to deep right field. Garcia going back. It is gone! Grand slam, Didi Gregorius. He loves hitting with the bases loaded. And the Phillies lead it 5 nothing here in the bottom of the first inning. It's BeckQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ross Tucker, Ryan Horvath here on BetQL Daily. We're live on The Bet, 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM, HD2 in Chicago, 931 FM, HD3 in Los Angeles. The show is on Twitter, at BetQL Daily. Let's ring in uh, Ryan Spader, at The Ace of Spader on Twitter. Covers Major League Baseball, statistician. Uh, does great stuff at TheAceOfSpader.com. Ryan, last time we spoke, you explained what Project 186 Parlay is I uh, want to get an update. How's that going? Have, and have you come close to hitting or did you hit any of them?
1: Hey, so first of all, thanks for having me on again. Um, the The project is going pretty well. However, uh, I hit a speed bump over the last two days. So you guys picked the perfect time to call me over the last <laughs> yeah. two days. I'm just 10 and 24, 20. Yeah. 10 and 24. Not doing so hot last couple, um, On the season overall, if I were $100 better, I would be down, although it's less than a grand, which is not significant when you're talking over 400 games bet, uh, 450 to be exact. And um, I would say it's going pretty good. I've come close to hitting. I've had two days with uh, one loss. The most significant day I'd say I had was a 13-3 day. So that would have been very nice to hit because you're talking a, um, a parlay that is plus into the millions there, but alas, I lost three of those games yesterday, worst day of the season, four Mm -hmm. and 12. I'm hoping to get back on track today though.
0: All right, good. We'll get uh, your thoughts on today's card coming up in uh, just a bit, but I know you just wrote a piece on John means uh, almost with the perfect game yesterday, uh, what stood out to you? Maybe maybe something that we have not heard. A few nuggets about uh, his no no yesterday.
1: Yeah. So John Means actually threw the first no hitter in history ever. We're talking eighteen seventy one. This this was a real pain in the butt to dig because you got to go back to eighteen seventy one to nineteen oh one. You're reading newspapers. You're not uh, able to de- query any of this stuff because it doesn't exist in Baseball Reference or Retro Sheet or any of those and um, first no-hitter in history in which he did not allow a base runner by way of walk, hit by pitch, or there were no errors, Uh, facing the minimum, 27, in which the only base runner who reached was by way of the uh, drop third strike. And I I called this, I I called it the um, imperfect perfect game. Uh, there were a few others in history that I would say are pretty close, but this one stands out to me as, as the lone imperfect, perfect game. And what I did in the piece was sort of touch on the others that I, um, that I think came close. Of course, Ernie Shore relieving Babe Ruth when Babe Ruth punched the umpire in the face after uh, walking the first batter. And then Shore <laughs> went 26 up, 26 down and, um the, uh, the base runner that Ruth allowed was um, was caught stealing. There's several others throughout history that are really cool. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it was a really cool time and uh, game for baseball history. You're talking 440,000 games, and, and we get to see something uh, for the first time ever.
0: All right, so Ryan, uh, punching somebody, a ref in the face, now you're talking my language here. You got to tell me more about that story. Babe Ruth? Pump the punch the ump in the face after the first batter.
1: Yeah, so it's it's actually fantastic. Uh, Babe Ruth is on the hill. He's young still, obviously, and um, he uh, he didn't like this the strike zone, uh, and so he walked Ray Morgan, the first batter of the, uh, that he had to face. And Brick Owens, the umpire, the two of them are yelling at each other back and forth. Babe Ruth had enough, and he uh, he punched him right in the face. Then uh, Ernie Shore took over. Morgan was gunned down by the Sox catcher, Pinch Thomas. And then Shore went on to retire each of the next 26 batters. Originally, Major League Baseball had this slated as a um, perfect game, but then they changed it to a combined no-hitter. So in a way, Babe Ruth is part of a no-hitter. And one other note about this, it's, it's one of my favorites ever, because if I go out in there in, on Twitter and say, complete game shutout i get all these people who say no it's just shutout." saying complete game shutout is redundant well no it's not per mlb handbook page number 138 rule 9.8 lines 2 through 6 sure is credited with the shutout but not a complete game so it is not redundant to say complete game shutout and uh funny enough i actually stumped Aaron Boone, of all people, on this, who's one of the guys who came to me and said, no, just say shutout, complete game shutout's redundant. There was one other instance of this in history, May 31st, 1988, when Neil Allen relieved an um, injured Al Lighter, I believe it was. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just really cool that you can, as a relief pitcher, be credited with a shutout, but you don't get the complete game because you didn't start.
0: Ryan, I don't know a lot about you, bro, but I love you. You love baseball, man. You love baseball. That is, uh, you. That is incredible. How much you care, and you've looked up and all of the names and the information. All right, so you're not gonna like. You're not gonna like my take from the last few weeks. I think no hitters are overrated, Ryan. It feels like we have a no hitter every week. What is going on? Yeah, so I,
1: I think what you're looking at is. We have um, – I, I don't know if it's an all-time low. Probably got to go back to 1968. You just you just go ahead and pump me up and say I know all the, all the names. <laughs> I, I don't know this one off the top of my head. Uh, we're, we're looking at a very, very low league-wide batting average. So just statistically, it makes it more likely that it's going to happen. I still think no-hitters are pretty significant. Um, it's it's you know a fantastic feat for a pitcher to just be that on for a day. Um, however, historically, they were more significant in the past than they are now. Um, I'm sure a player who throws one, if I said that to him, he wouldn't like that. <laughs> but uh, I can see where you're coming from. However, I, on the whole, I, I disagree. I think it's still a really significant feat. Um, but one thing that I will say on on all of that is it's it's kind of cool that no hitters are now more likely than they ever were uh, throughout history. But then also complete game shutouts are less likely than they ever were at the, in any time in history.
0: Ryan, right, the Dodgers started 13-2 and two since then. Uh, they've been a little bit of a disaster. They just got swept by the Chicago Cubs. Uh, any concerns with them, or do you just figure they're going to get it right?
1: Yeah, I think they'll get it together. That's one team that is, um, I always say about the, the Dodgers, over the last few years anyway, they are a team that is built to win in the regular season. They, that's that's why they tend to scuffle in the, in the postseason. Of course, they won it all last year. But um, last year, we had a season of 60 games. Uh, I think that that team will pull it together. They're still going to win over 100 games. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a scuffle. These things happen to the best teams.
0: Absolutely. And so you look at the National League, and there's three or four World Series contenders. But when you look at the American League, which teams – do you think have a legit shot? Which teams are you buying into in the AL?
1: So I'll tell you, first of all, my world series team in the American league. Now, granted I picked it. I picked them before the big injury, but I'm sticking to my guns. I took the white Sox. which injury, (laughs) which injury. Yeah, that's real funny. Um, But, uh, other than that, I, I really like this Royals team. Uh, and now I realize I'm taking two teams from the um, American League Central, and the Royals just their bullpen just blew three games in a row against the Indians. I think it was three games, maybe two. But um, I really like that team. Their run differential is negative right now. They've lost four in a row. Uh, they started the season 16 and nine. But I, I'm just, I really like the uh, structure of that team. I think they're going to need some bullpen help. Of course you have the usual suspects in the um, the, uh, the Yankees, the Red Sox now this is a team I took the uh, over in terms of their wins 80 and a half it was. I took the season over. they are five games above 500 right now, um, five and five in the last 10. but I look at that team as you know the island of misfit toys. Uh, if I would have told you that they would get rid of Ben and Dendi, which looked like they were sort of punting on the season and then go ahead and be in first place on the 6th of May. I don't I don't think many people would believe me, but um, they're even outperforming my expectations. Now, I, like I said, I, I I took over on 80.5. I was thinking like 85, 80, 86 wins. But um, this this team is uh, definitely a sleeper pick.
0: Give me uh the drama of the White Sox in the World Series, Antonio La Russa unaware of the rules like he was yesterday, now for the second time this season. So uh you know where White Sox fans' heads are at right now. They're already mad, La- La Russa. They were mad to begin with that he was hired, and now he's he's saying he doesn't know certain rules multiple times after games. Uh with Ryan Spader, MLB author, host, statistician, and writer. This is QL Daily. Uh Spader, so tell us about today's card. What do you like? We only have 10 games. Well,
1: hold on, real quick before you get into that, I have to say, yeah. White Sox game yesterday in the red, I was screaming at the television. <laughs> How do you not you? Like first and third, second base is open. It is actually open. It is the only situation that you ever have where second base is open, and you're going to pitch Jesse Winkler. Are you ki- Winker? Are you kidding me? How do you not walk that man? It was infuriating to go and see Dallas Keuchel, my dude, go out there, pitch his heart out, get nothing from it. Ah, oh, God, that team frustrates me. Um, yep. but no, I still think they're complete. But uh, sorry, about today, I'll give you my rundown on my picks. I took uh, Houston. Now, I, I'm getting uh, flack from people because McCullers is my boy, and they think they're, uh, that I'm taking a homer pick there. But this Yankees lineup career is batting one nine two two six four two nine five 295 against him they got one home run that was Aaron Judge I, I think he shuts his team down he likes uh, he likes the pressure of pitching in New York I don't know if you saw with all the fans booing him uh, booing the Astros and everything mm-hmm. he went out there and had had a catch with the Yankees fans uh which I thought was pretty cool so I took uh, the Astros I got the Phillies Red Sox Twins Mets, which I have is one of my quote-unquote sharp plays, I really like the Mets. Uh, meaning, I'm playing them outside of the parlay. Uh, Royals, Athletics, Nationals, also one of my sharp plays, and then Marlins and Angels.
0: All right, perfect. Ryan Spader at the Ace of Spader on Twitter. Check out his blog too on John Means. Terrific stuff. The Ace of Spader. Thank you, as always, Ryan. Coming up next, NFL Market Blitz. We're going to talk division winners, every division in the NFL, on the BetQL Audio Network.